Hey guys, this is Kyler Clark, aka Serial Kyler. This is episode six of Audio Confessions of a Serial Kyler, which is a stream of consciousness audio blog and or podcast, which is hopefully full of road stories, thoughts, emotions, and an intimate eye on what it means to be me. Who am I? I am pretend to be a photographer. Um, I'm Alice Cooper's <laughs> personal house bitch. <laughs> and my life is pretty weird. Uh, and some people find it interesting. Um, so, yeah, that's basically it. Um, today we've got Tommy. Oh, wait, hold on. Before we, before we introduce Tommy, yeah. here's, here's me. I'm going to do a little bass thing. Uh-huh. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that's right. nice, Kyla. Not bad. See, no. nobody knows you can play bass uh, like that. Knows that. No, they nobody don't. knows. They nobody don't knows. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. They don't care. Unbelievable. No respect, I tell you. No, no respect. respect. That's the title of this podcast. Is going to be no respect. No, no respect. Actually, you know, nobody cares. They don't. That's the, that's the thing. Nobody cares. Yep. No, I don't think anybody cares. You guys are a bunch of monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So I uh, obviously I have uh, I have Tommy Hendrickson with me Hi, kids. in the studio, which is actually his hotel room. Because my hotel room is being uh, it's under construction. There's some guy scraping a dead pigeon off the roof or something. Yeah, yep. So it's noisy. So we're in my room, six oh seven, at the wonderful Hyatt Regency here in downtown Perth, Australia. Yeah, come on. Bring That's it on. It. Yep. Come on, ladies. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. What times? It's like 10 after 12 in the afternoon. It is 10 yeah. after 12 in the afternoon. Um, we were in uh, Japan yeah. recently. Yes, we were. What was that like, Tommy? Japan, I got to tell you, man, the people in Japan are just so polite, amazing. Um, it's a different world over there. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I love that world. <laughs> I love Japan, man. It's one of my favorite places to go. It really Absolutely. is. Absolutely. People are great. Nobu took care of us out in Japan, oh, which was great. Yeah, Nobu took us to some amazing dinners. Kyla missed the really big one. But I you missed got, the big yeah. one. You yeah. know, I missed the big one. But you know what? Granted, you did tell me it was in like uh, yeah. the wrong. Yeah. There was a letter that was wrong. Yeah. We, we, well, he told me. Wester, and I don't know. Wester is actually Vesta. <laughs> Give me the fucking V. I didn't hear the V. All I heard was Wester. Uh, Wester. So <laughs> we're in Japan, and Tommy's like, "You gotta go to this dinner. It's gonna be great. You gotta go to the dinner." So I, I'm ready to go to dinner. Is that my phone? Yes, it is. Son of a phone. Beep, beep, Who's beep. calling me now? I don't know. Amber Williams. Uh, Amber. Cheryl Cooper is asking tickets to the show. Um, Shoot me the news. Yep. This is what Carla has to deal with all the time. He gets like all these emails. Never ending. And um, he's got a lot on his plate. People don't understand that. So uh, if it takes him a while to get back to you, just got to have some patience. Yeah. You know, sometimes it takes me like six months to get back to somebody. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it does take It's a like while. Robert DeLeo. Robert right. DeLeo's like that. You, you, you <laughs> can talk and he, won't, he doesn't get back to you. I'm like, what are you doing? I know you got your phone right next to you. Pick it up, you bum. I mean, what happens is you look at your phone and you're like, shit, I got I to gotta really respond to that. And it doesn't deserve like a phone response. It deserves like me sitting down at my computer and oh, actually okay. doing that. But then, 
you have to actually do that. Yeah. So instead of responding to all the un, unanswered emails, I'm doing this. Okay. You're you right. know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is more important. <laughs> we got to talk to the kids uh, of on America, my, of work, the world. <laughs> I'm working on my brand here. Yep. <laughs> Planet Earth. Planet Earth. What Help the hell's me. going on out there, Planet Earth? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but Japan was really cool. Japan we did have a really great time, cool. and uh, the, the 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 crowd. It's really weird in Japan when you play a show. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> very excited, and they go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> what I found was it was dead yeah. silent before no. we went on stage. Yeah, like no you music. could hear a pin drop, no music, no nothing. Everybody was just like, mm. yeah. Because they want to be polite. They don't want to say it. They don't want to talk in between songs. Right. And They're very it. polite about yeah. it. Very, very, cool. very polite. Yeah. Um, Great we were, for shopping. We good. got some good oh, stuff. Yeah. We got some good clothes out in Japan. Anyway. Basically, yeah, I got a, I bought a jacket. Yep. It's sexy. So this is part of the road stories. We had some good times in Japan. We bought some stuff. Alice bought a lot of stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. What was the worst thing about Japan? Um, the worst thing about Japan, it was raining out the yeah, whole it rained time. The we whole time. That was it. Yeah, it rained. It was. Yeah. It was. Well, although it was hot when we wasn't it really hot when we got there. First day we got there, and then and then the rain cooled yep. it down. It was really nice rain wise. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about Rio or in South America? I that? love Rio too. The only problem with Rio is you can't really go outside without a guy who's got a machine gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> you just got to be careful. But the crowds in Rio and the and the actual fans in Rio. I think Brazil, like one of the best. Yeah. They go nuts. Totally. Yeah. And what about, was it the Pet Shop Boys that got mugged? Yeah. Out, <laughs> out in front of our hotel that they declined to tell us. Yeah. Out in front of the hotel, they got mugged. Who did they get mugged by? A bunch of kids, like 12-year-olds. Yeah, but the, no, I, I, heard, I, I heard it was four transvestites. Oh, really? I could be wrong. I'm gonna, we're going to go with that. All right. I, I like that story. Cooper it. Yeah. <laughs> Cooper always says, don't let the truth get in the way of a That's good it. story. Cooper it. <laughs> Cooper he, that one. Alice, dude, he, he, he will read. I'll tell him. I'll, give, I'll deliver him information in the morning. I'll say, hey, uh, so we're going to do this. This is something new, and this is going to happen. Or you got this. this is, we're gonna, you're going to play yeah. in this country next year or whatever. This just got announced. And then I'll see him six hours later and he delivers that information to me as if it's new information <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i gave you that information what are you doing <laughs> that's funny god bless uh, him yeah no he's out of his mind yeah um what was your what's your favorite deal about uh, south america like what what was the highlight for you besides the actually heat? the food was really good too yeah we yeah. had some good food there and i really liked the, the people in south america also yeah and uh the weather was yeah it was amazing, amazing. Yeah. yeah i didn't get a chance to really explore we went when we were there with Dolly vampires yeah. it was different i got really yeah. got a lot of chance to explore i mean come but. on we played with aerosmith you know what yeah. i mean def leppard we got to hang out with all those guys again then we did the guns and roses show in sao paulo which was really awesome too and hanging yep. out with those guys for a minute yep 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 yeah so that we was, did yeah went back and did the mother of all festivals yes yep which was pretty hip I went to this mall. This like, did you go to the Galleria do rock? No. Oh, dude. Oh no, I did. That was cool. I saw you there. That's right. That's, that's right. Yeah, right. You this is what happens when you're on the road. Uh, yeah. You forget like what happened oh, yeah. last week. Right. Yeah, I went there with. Uh, well, that was six lifetimes ago. I went there actually with Bisto Blanco, which wow, is a very he rare went, sighting. He went out with Bisto and Strauss. Yes, oh, with cool. no security. Whoa, that's crazy talk. Yes. Yeah. Alice was talking about going in there, and I'm like, Wait. dude. 
We did have security. You did have a guy. Yeah, yeah, we did. I went there without security, but yeah. I don't need security. Sneeta had the security look guy at, with her. They just left me. They didn't care. Yeah, no. I, look at my beard. Nobody's going to yeah. mess with my beard. Nah. Nah, they're not going to mess with you. I bought like 30 albums at, that, at that vinyl record Where'd store. Where'd you put it? I put I I bought a suitcase. Oh, and that's, I, I, that's right. Okay, yeah. I remember the suitcase. Yep. Yeah, I got one. I just went. I just recently, when we were uh, out walking around in Perth, I went and not Perth, but in not Perth, Japan. I bought about fifteen. More. Wow. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Nice. Oh, that's cool. I'm At obsessed. least you support music. Yeah, it's, and it you're feels not like pirating it. Yeah, no. Uh, why not? And it's something tangible. Like I'm tired of looking at nothing. Yeah. I want to actually have something to look at. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What else has been going on? You had a break. What did you do on your break in the last couple? Uh, what I did, I, it's like daddy daycare. Yeah. As soon as I get off the plane, my wife's got a Here. list of stuff. And it's just like, okay, honey, he wants pasta pesto for lunch. You got to do this. <laughs> you got to make sure he goes outside because, you know, it's starting to get cold here. Uh-huh. Make sure he drinks a lot of water. Uh-huh. Then I got to play with him and do all these other uh-huh. things, which is great because uh-huh. I miss him so much. Uh-huh. And uh, it's just funny. I got a list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I get instructions. Yeah, yeah. My kid's mom. She's she basically like, she gives me these full on straight up instructions on here's what's going on. Here's what they're eating because my kids have like eating things. They don't want to eat certain things. So, like, here's what we're eating right now. Here, here's uh, what you know the school schedule. Here's the soccer schedule. Here's all this stuff. And so you know, I, I basically have to relearn how to be a parent for like four days. Yeah, right. And then it's back to. Well, yeah. you feel like when you get home, you're on the road, right? A lot of people don't understand. We're in this bubble here, right? Yeah. And it's like Groundhog Day, as Glenn Sobel Dude. would say. And then when you get home, you feel like you're messing the whole routine you screw up. everything it's up. It's like, uh-oh, <laughs> he's coming home and he's going to ruin everything that I just did. And then you feel so uncomfortable for right. like the first two days. It's like... How do I do laundry? Yeah. And it's like, how do I make the food? Yeah. What do I got to do? How do I work this kitchen? What what's the, Is this the refrigerator? And then I got to like, I go, honey, remember me? Uh, I'm your husband. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? Yep. Can we have a little mommy and daddy time right now? Uh-uh. Nope. <clears throat> no, I'm baby. tired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> baby, you're home. I'm going to have a rest. <laughs> She's going to rest. Mom's going to rest now. So you don't actually get no, any... I make her not rest. She's good, my wife. She's, you get any, yeah, you don't get any action until the end of the show. Yeah. No, she's play. great. Yeah. Sandra. Yes. Good Swiss, Swiss miss. Yeah, she is. She's the Swiss miss. She's over the there. Swiss miss. Yep. Hey. Um, yeah, that's pretty funny. When, every time... For me, like... I think for me, um, it's the same. You know, yeah. same kind of same kind of crap. You know, I, I just the the Groundhog Day thing really gets me because I think the last year, towards the end of the year last year, it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So you can kind of autopilot. Yes. I got home and then I realized that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't remember anything that happened for like six weeks. <laughs> I went to I, I literally I was like this is a problem. I went to the itinerary book and I go, yeah. don't remember that day. Don't yeah, remember that day. Yeah. I checked out yeah. for like for a good while. It's yeah. not, probably not good. Well, a lot of people don't understand when you're on the road, everyone thinks it's amazing. You're having the best time, which there yeah. are moments where you do have a great time. Yeah. But we work so much. Where This isn't a band where we play three nights a week. We're playing five <clears throat> to six yeah. with no days off. Yep. And you're living with everyone and everyone's on top of each other. So you, you really learn how to be a better human being. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I got some questions on the last um, the last time I oh cool did a post, and uh, somebody was asking actually I had two questions. You know, Inked Girl. Yes. You know, Inked Girl. Of course, Rachel. Rachel, uh, and then Swamper, nineteen sixty. I don't know if you know 
follow. Uh, I probably yeah. do. Anyway, um, they they both ask similar questions. Swamper nineteen sixty says, uh, uh, "What's fatherhood like? Being uh, fatherhood and being on the road." And then Inked Girl says, "How do you balance this busy nonstop career with fatherhood? And is there any way to have a relationship?" Well, um, you can answer that first. Uh, well, for me, like, uh, for me, it's it's hard being uh, being on the road and being a father. You miss. All the, you miss all the important stuff. We just kind of touched on that. We miss the you miss the big stuff. I'm missing my kids' yeah, birthdays this year. I'm missing wife, Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. You miss you and trying to have a relationship uh, is what does that sound? That's somebody taking a dump <laughs> next door. <laughs> <laughs> What's what that sound? Dude, I tried to record this in in, in Curitiba when we were down yeah. there, and there was like gunshots and, and yeah. ambulances and of stuff. Course. And I'm like, ah, I'm probably not gonna go 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 with this one. But yeah, um, but yeah, trying to have a relationship when you're on the road, it's it's I find it's it's difficult because you're you're kind of you're living two different lives. And so even with FaceTime and, and all that stuff, yeah. you, you sort of, you don't really get a chance to have common shared experiences unless you're physically together. So, you know, she's got the mundane stuff of doing it with the kids, mm-hmm. you know, and then I've got this thing. And so it just doesn't work. Yeah. You know, um, even in like with, under the best of circumstances, you've got people like Alice who can bring Cheryl on the road, yeah. you know, and then you've got, Duff, who can bring Susan out on the yeah, road if she course, if he wants yeah. to, um, and those relationships work. But it's it's really diff- It's hard whenever you're in a position like like ours where we don't we're not we don't own the bus. We don't get to we don't no. have we don't have this. You know we're not. It's just different. People what people might think. Fatherhood is 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 hard for me. And it's it's hard for everyone. Yeah, you know? I, I deal with a lot of depression due to me being gone and having having the kids um, yep. missing missing everything. You sort of, you know. You're just not a part of it. You get sad. Yeah. I don't call it depressed. You just get sad. See, with me, I have to, like, I'm so thankful that I got a wife that is cool as she is. Yeah. Because she totally does so much. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, and I appreciate it so much. And I tell her that every, every time. And because uh, she, she works. She has a job. She's got to deal with Finn. Thank God her parents are at, you know, even though yeah. they watch him like a couple days a week. But, uh, you know, I talk to him all the time, every day. Like, you're talking four or five times a day. I'm FaceTiming or whatever when I get sure. up before I go to bed. And uh, I always tell her every day, you're beautiful. I love you. I always tell my son that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sucks. I missed her birthday. I missed his birthday. I yeah. missed his fucking birth, God damn it, yeah. with this band. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's a lot of things that you got to deal with, but I always look at it this way. This isn't going to be my life forever. You know what I mean? This is just this is moments of my life. You know what right. I mean? So right now we'll deal with this and there's other chapters to come and I don't plan on being away from him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Alice, who knows how much longer he's going to go and do this stuff and who knows what's going to happen you know, yeah. next year or whatever. Well, he told me that he's going to retire after, uh, after December. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Woo! Yeah, vacation, baby. No, I'm just kidding. You I know. You know. <laughs> he ain't going anywhere. This guy, he loves it out here. You can't, I, mean, I don't think he would, he wouldn't know what to do with himself if he retired. No, he wouldn't. Did you? Did he show you pictures of his house? They're renovating his house. No. Okay, so he had tile in I'm his I'm not hole. that close with oh, Alice. Dude, <laughs> they, they moved out of their house and uh, because we're going to be gone this whole time. So they're renovating the house and it, it, it looks like a bomb went off. Yeah. 
Like it's down to some some like the floor is completely stripped, the yep. tiles all out. It's yeah. it. I mean, it's crazy. I lived in. I lived basically lived there for like yeah. five years. Wow. So to see that, it's like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, good for him. Good for him. Good for you. He's out here. Good for you, boss. Yeah. Good He's for out, you, boss. Good for you, boss. He's out here working. You know. Yep. Um, he works <clears> hard. So yeah. He does. He does. Uh, okay. Here we go. Here's yeah. a question that we can both answer. Okay. Um, by Maggie. Uh, wants to know, do you have any weird crazies? What do you mean weird crazies? Crazy fans. Crazy fans? Crazy fans. Yeah, everybody <laughs> does. But you know what, man? I welcome all. Yeah, There's I know. no, I don't discriminate against anyone. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah, there's some crazy fans. But at the same time, it's always like, uh, you know, I, I always answer everyone. Yeah, I always talk to. to people. And I make sure that I talk to them, you know what I mean, so they know. Some people, you know, you get a little more um, closer with than others. Sure. But uh, the crazy ones, I always say you got to try and think what their life is like or yeah, whatever, totally. you know, and understand what they're going through 100%. as opposed to being selfish and going, oh, she's crazy. I don't want to deal with her. <laughs> I like to go, well, what's wrong with the kid? Maybe they need right. some attention. Maybe they well, need to talk to. Look at this. So when I was a kid, you have to, you have to remember what it was like to be a fan. Yes. So when I was a kid, I was really into Metallica, like in my teenage years. Yeah. If I found out what hotel Metallica was staying in, you better bet your ass I would have been sitting in the lobby. I did it. I'd be so annoying. Yep. I, you know, or if I found a way to, okay, I can, I can have a direct connection with the guitar player. Yeah. Or I can have a direct connection with the guitar tech. Right. And, and you know, just to have any sort of access, social media and the internet has really opened that world up and, and yeah. you're accessible. And so kind of with that, you kind of almost have a responsibility not to ruin it for people. Right. I think. But a lot of people are dickheads anyway. Yeah. Because you um, meet some of your, your idols and you go, ah, shit. Yeah. So you got to be a dick. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've and you a, get that. I've met a few that yeah. are just just the worst. Yeah, I've actually met some people that have just ruined it for yeah. me. I'm like, wow, okay, good. Yeah. But when I, I got good. a funny story, so in 1978, when I saw Van Halen open up for Black Sabbath, that was one of those things. I was there to see Sabbath, and that was, and I remember driving to the hotel at the Nassau Coliseum with a bunch of my yeah. friends and following the tour bus and going, "We're gonna go meet Van Halen." <laughs> David Lee Roth comes out in the lobby, and. Uh, one of my friends, Ralph, we call him Potsy. Ah, Potsy, Potsy goes, Dave, you guys going to party tonight or what? And David Lee Roth turns around and he's like, this howdy dude, got wooden balls. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember that to this day. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, sweat, true story. That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't actually meet him, but... Um, Whenever I first moved to LA, I was working at this shitty hardware store. Actually, it wasn't it? It was a nice hardware store. It was in the Pacific Palisades. Yeah. So I work in there. I'm living in Van Nuys. That's before Home Depot, kids. This is long before. Yeah. So I had to go up and over. Um, I had to go over the mountain. I had to go through yeah. um, Benedict Canyon. I went Benedict Canyon. Oh, that way. So I went. I I I just came down whatever that road is. I don't remember now. I'm out of LA time. Yeah. But so I came down uh, uh, Benedict Canyon. Took that. And it dumped me right at sunset, and yes. I made it right, and then the hardware yeah. stores over there. So one day on my way home, I had Van Halen was cranked in my truck. It was like hot for teacher or something. So I'm like doing air drums, uh, yeah. or like steering wheel drums. Yeah, Glenn so Sobel. I'm like, yeah, I'm Glenn Sobeling <laughs> over the steering wheel. And, <laughs> and I'm sitting at the light, and it's shitty traffic. It's like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm going facing towards where the strip is on sunset, if yep. you know where that is. Yeah. And this SUV is going the opposite way, facing the beach. Yeah. And I'm just kind of sitting there waiting, and he's sitting there waiting. We're stuck, and I've got 
you know, his guy, I can see like there's like a, now I know it was a runner or a roadie or somebody's yeah. assistant or whatever. And so he's looking at me kind of going, oh, that's cool, you know? And I'm air drumming. I have my windows down. I'm like an idiot. I just moved, just moved to LA. That's awesome. You know? <laughs> and this guy looks at me and he goes, he gives me a kind of a, a nod and he points behind him and rolls down the back window and Alex Van Halen is in the back seat. That's and cool. he gave me a thumbs up and I was like, whoa! That's, that's, that's very cool. Oh man, dude, I, I lived on that for i mean that carried me yeah for a while because it's so cool like i had not i had not had any experience and then shortly after that I, I saw um uh what's his name dr Emmett brown um christopher christopher walken no 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 um <laughs> the guy from back to the future um uh christopher lloyd christopher lloyd i saw yes. him in the grocery store yeah. i was like wow that guy looks like Oh my God, it is him. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That was cool. I used to see that all the time too around LA. Yeah, you eventually become numb to it. You yeah. see all those people. I had, a, and the other thing was when I auditioned for David Lee Roth. Oh yeah, I a lot of people don't know this about yeah. you. No, a lot of when I was uh, when I was in New York, I you know when I was playing with that band Warlock, that's uh -huh. German metal band Warlock. That's German. Uh, I was in New York and I got a call from my buddy Ray, and he said David Lee Roth. And Ozzy were auditioning at the same week. So yeah. I, I drove out to L.A. in a car. I'll never forget this. With like 1500 bucks and a Camaro. Mm -hmm. And uh, I get these auditions set up for David Lee Roth. And I go down there. And I go to his house in Pasadena. And this is when Jason Becker was still in the band. And were you playing? I was playing bass. bass. Yeah. So I go down there. I do... Uh, when I do Yankee Rose, oh, Ain't yeah. Talking About Love, Half a Teacher, and I did uh, Just a Gigolo, where it took me like days to learn those yeah, bass yeah, yeah. parts. Because oh, no, yeah. And they never play the same thing twice. Yeah. So I learned it amazing, and I remember playing it, and then all of a sudden there was a camera in the room, and all of a sudden out comes David Lee Roth. Oh, and he yeah. sits Time on the road Dave. case, and he's watching me, and I'm singing. And uh, it was really cool. And he goes, hey, man, where you from? And I go... Long Island. And he goes, Long Island, New York. I know Long Island, New York. What else songs you know of mine? I go, Dave, name one. Because <laughs> I knew every Van Halen song. Right. He's like, uh, I think it was like somebody get me a doctor yeah. or something like that. And then we played that. And then he says, man, he's like, you're one of the best cats to come down here. We got a couple more, but we'll, we'll definitely get back to you. So a couple hours later, i never forget, I think it was Greg Bissonette at the time. Because I was friends with him and his yeah. brother I used to play softball with in yeah. L.A. And Bissonette called me up. He's like, Dave didn't like your hair, man. He So he went with this guy, Todd Jensen. Todd Jensen. Who got the gig because he wanted a blonde. Right. So then... You're like, he could have asked me. I would have dyed my hair blonde. Well, I got another story about the hair thing. This hair <laughs> thing has always fucking yeah. cursed me. So uh, that's when I had long curly hair. So then two days later, I go down and I audition for Ozzy Osbourne. And oh, yeah. Warlock played with Ozzy, and I knew Zach from back in Jersey. So I go down there, and I do like Miracle Man, uh, I Don't Know, Crazy Train, yeah. and something else. It's right before they were doing uh, the... the the record would do 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 yeah yeah do 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 no it's a record so they they would get ready to do that record so I go down and audition no more tears this one Randy Castillo was still alive too yeah I I nail it of course I know all the endings I know how to do all the stuff Zach Tommy Tommy always nails it so Zach puts his arm around he's like yo Tom oh man you got this man you know we got one more guy to come down but dude you're the best guy to come down so I'm thinking oh this is cool we got it so nailed it. 
I, I thought I, I didn't know if I, so anyway, so he calls me like a day later and he goes, oh, Tom, oh man, I got bad news. Ozzy didn't like your hair. <laughs> I was like, are you, are you kidding me? He goes, yeah, he went with this guy, Mikey Nez, because he looked, you know, like Jake a little bit and he looked, you know, not so like you, Long Island. <laughs> so uh. I didn't get the gig, but he, wait, here's a funny story. So when I was... I don't know, 17, 18 years old, I got a call from this guy, Paul O'Neill. God rest his soul. Yeah. And uh, he did all the Transformation Orchestra, and he used to work with Lieberman Krebs. And, uh, and he was working with this band, Rondinelli, at the time. Okay. So he calls me up. This is when Joan like Jett. Bobby Rondinelli? Yes. Bobby Rondinelli. Exactly. <laughs> so Joan Jett was looking for a bass player when uh -huh. she was doing that Light of Day movie with yep. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kid was playing drums, and he needed a bass player. So I go down there to audition. Like, again, I nailed the audition, but this time, Kenny Laguna comes out. He says, uh, uh, we want to have you come back to the house to sit down with Joni and myself. I was like, okay, cool. I go down there, and they go, we want you to play in the band, but you got to cut all your hair off. And at the time, I'm like 17, 18. I go, nah, I'm not interested. And like, <laughs> you know, so the next like day, him. Paul O'Neill calls me up. He goes, are you an idiot? He goes, you just turned down Joan Jett because you didn't want to cut your hair. See, back then, I didn't know any of this stuff. Right. You make you know mistakes. I've mean? made make, so many mistakes, mistakes, dude. You have no idea. <laughs> so after all of that, after the Ozzy thing, when that didn't happen, then I played with this guy, Jeff Pilsen. Yeah, I know Jeff. Yeah. From, from War and Peace. And then after that didn't happen, then I cut all my hair off and started a punk band again. Yeah. And that's when I, you know. Right. Anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but, but that's what happened. You make mistakes and you learn from them. But you know, it's hindsight. It's 2020. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. I have so many things that have gone on. The stories. Yeah. I could go on dude, and write a damn tell me, book. Tell me, dude, you write a book. Tell it's me a story. It's terrible, dude. You know, <laughs> it, it really is. I've made so many damn mistakes. Yeah. Well, that's, that's part of... Uh, that's part of it, man. That's well, the other thing is I didn't have any um, guidance. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't have anyone like take me under the wing and say, kid, listen, you're an idiot. This is the way this shit works. Right. This is what you got to do. This is how you do you it. You got to eat shit a little bit. I had to learn everything. You know, when I had money, I, I didn't know you had to pay taxes and all this stuff because I come from nothing. And right, right. It's just unbelievable. That's why I always try and help people now. Like kids getting in the music industry, even when I had my own label through Interscope, no one knew that either. Yeah. Um, and and I would always take everyone aside and say, "Listen, don't do this. This yeah. is what I did. This is what the mistakes that I made. You know, you have to pay taxes. You got to do all this other stuff. Save money." And there's so many vultures in the industry that would oh, that prey on people who who they're waiting for them to make a mistake so that they can prey on it. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the, that's, that's unfortunately, that's it the really nature is. of this business. We got to have a, like that. a pod, an iPod cast, probably, uh, what do you call this thing? <laughs> this, is, this is a podcast. A podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to have like a podcast. We could just Technical talk term. about like the pitfalls of the music industry. Let, let's but do it. All the good things, you know what I mean, that come, that you could learn from it. You know what right. I mean? Because a lot of people don't really understand yeah, the like way what's the biggest, shit works. What's the biggest mistake you've ever made on, in the business? And then what, uh, what's your, what's your takeaway? How do you, how do you, you know, if somebody else comes into that? That's a good idea. See, I've always been loyal. You know what I mean? I've right. always been loyal because it's never been about the money with me. I could give a fuck about right. the money. And that's one of the bad things that I've learned over the years, you know. Because I remember one manager said to me back in the day, his name was John Dumanian. 
I'll mm-hmm. never forget this. He was in all the Woody Allen movies. Yeah, like yeah. really sweet guy. He used to manage, I think, Peter Frampton back in the day. Mm-hmm. One of my first managers. And I never understood this till years later when he said, Tommy, it's not about the money. Right. It's the money. And I'd be like, what is he talking about? Like huh. another guy would be like, it's not about the sizzle, it's the steak. Right. <laughs> call me a whore, just call me. Like all of these things, and you don't realize that stuff, you know? Right. But, um, I, I, you know, you, you learn this stuff, you know, because it's just like you want to do the right thing. That's the thing. Yeah. You know? And hardly anybody ever does the right thing. Yeah. You know? Like being honest and, and being up front and people lie about everything. Yeah. It's, you know? It's messed and, up. And you got to learn how to let all that stuff... And I've learned how to really let all that stuff go. And, and I never changed the way I've been. I'm still the same guy. Right. You know what I mean? Regardless of what happened to me, sure. bad things. But I don't look at it as those are bad things. Those are things that I learned from. Sure. You know? Yeah. And I never made those mistakes again. But I've made... Oh well, yeah, mistakes. <laughs> of course. That's, that's called it's life. This is terrible. It's dude. called life. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, you know, dude. I've 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 been through the same shit. You you make you completely fuck things up. You do, and that's 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 called life. And it's about so, yeah. how you move on to the next thing. You know what I mean? I always say so you can't beat yourself up no. over over a mistake because that mistake is gonna that now becomes part of who you are. Yeah. And so you can't live and be you without your mistakes. You no. have to have them. You um, so you need them to be who you are. Yeah. And if you're happy with who you are right now, then your yeah. mistakes are, are, are exactly what you should have done. That, that's exactly what you needed to do to be who you are. You know, and the, one of the other things is when I grew up, what a lot of people don't know, and I can't, I don't know how to figure it out, but it says on my bio, whenever you go to like Wikipedia or whatever the hell, oh, it says that. that my father raised us, a single dad. I was like, I've been writing these people going, no. My father did nothing first. It was my mother who right. did everything. And my mother was always working, so there wasn't really a lot of, uh, you know, like... I think you can edit Wikipedia pages. See, I, dude, it's on iTunes and all this other stuff. And oh, they, all music they, they, take, they take it from Wikipedia, yeah. you know. So and stupid. I don't know how to do it. And, uh, but I can't stand that every time I see it. But the thing is, it's like I never had the guidance, you know what I mean? My mother was like... She took care of us, and she was a great provider, but she wasn't the type of woman yeah. that, w- that knew about other things. You yeah, know, I was like the music what, industry. What, yeah, I was going to ask you if, she, if you had a musical no, background. I never knew anything right about money. So when all of a sudden I made like a million dollars, I'm like going, all right, you know, this is cool. Nice. Yeah, and I'm sweet. Loaning, and I'm loaning people money. I'm fucking buying people cars and shit. I didn't care. Right. You know? Because you thought money's going to be coming in all the time. Well... Not that I, but I just wanted to help everyone I right. possibly could, you know. And I never saved any money right, right. because I was like, ah, because I, I still live in the moment. You right, know what yeah. I mean? I, st- I and I'm still the same, you know. But uh, yeah. I just don't have money like that. You right, know? right. But and but the thing is, I found out when I had all of that stuff, it didn't make me necessarily happy. Right. Because I'd still be like, all right, I got all this stuff, but I'm really not that happy. Right. You know, and now I realize I live in an apartment in Switzerland. Right. With my wife and son, and I'm the happiest I've ever been. Yeah. And I'm thankful for my wife, who I wish I would have met years ago, but she, this is what I love about Sandra. She's like, baby, if you didn't go through all this, exactly. you never would have met me. Exactly. You have to go on your, you have to stay on your path, otherwise you are not, Yeah. you won't end up where you are. 
You'll I, end up somewhere else. I had no idea. And a lot of people <clears throat> don't know that I worked for Alice Cooper, too, yeah, for $50 a day. 50 bucks 50 a day, baby. 50 bucks a day to bring Ryan Roxy's suitcase, Red Beach, and drive the van. Were you? Was Ryan in the van at that yeah, point? he was. Oh, my yeah. God. Mm-hmm. That was when he was an egomaniac. Yes, exactly. I wanted to beat his face in. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're listening, Ryan. <laughs> Everybody's an egomaniac, I think. We all it's are. It's unbelievable, dude. I just think about that. Then Alice coming to my house when I was working with Still Standing. Oh, God, you know, Still Standing. And he's like, Jesus. don't I know you? I was like, yeah, you, got, you, you fired me. Well, you didn't fire me. And... Uh, and it was just funny, That's him really coming funny. to the house with Cal, dude, and I just sit back, and then I just, then all of a sudden you fast forward this whole thing like 10 years later, and it's just like, uh, man, it's unbelievable, this story. I could yeah, no, go no, on no. It's, and on dude, and on. Everybody's, everybody's life story, I think, is interesting. I like to collect people's stories, and, and you know, if you're at a party, somebody tells yeah. a really great story, somebody else's follow-up story to that story is the story that I want to hear. Yeah. I, I love great stories like people's drama or whatever it is that's been going on or something, some kind of, you know. Yeah. It, it, it you know, it's, I'm interested in humans and in survival. Life and yeah, survival. I'm interested in that kind of a thing. And that's, that's what I dig. I, and, and I, I swear, there's just so many things from growing up in New York, being in, in the clubs and, you know, playing the whole thing, you know, cover songs, you know what I mean? From like, 11 o'clock at night to 4 o'clock in the yeah. morning doing that fight. See, that whole thing, to me, really groomed me for being on the road, you know? Sure. Because when you it's play just, that much, yeah. and we were, like, popular back then, and we were, like, you know, just doing stupid stuff. We were your kids and everything <laughs> like that. But I still never really dove into drugs. I never mm-hmm. got into that shit, you know? Yeah, I've always, either. like, about the music, which yeah. I still am. I love just playing music. I love writing music. I love performing. And, you know, like I always tell everyone, I wanted to be the guy. You yeah. know what I mean? I got my record deals. I did all this, but I got signed. The president of the label got fired. It didn't work out. It happened to me three times. Yeah. Three times. Yeah. And then I just started writing songs, and that's how I became a producer and engineer and learned all this stuff. I got all these bands' record deals, and... um and then all of a sudden I did this other thing. Then that's how I met Jimmy Iovine, Lady yeah. Gaga, yep. you know, Timbaland, Will I Am. All these pe- people don't know I did this whole hip hop thing. I you know? know, yeah, yeah. Electronic music. I was on tour with Chris Brown and Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing keyboards. Yeah, I was wasn't really playing keyboards. It was on track. <laughs> right. Yeah. I yeah. played it on the track, but I was just sitting in a suit doing like craft work. Right. <laughs> 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 no one knows I was a sound man on road open up for Duran Duran on a yeah. comeback tour with this band Clear Static I got a yeah. record deal for dude I, I was roadie I was driving the van I was the yeah. sound man I was like the manager I produced the record I wrote the songs with the kids You people want to know what it's like oh. well, what do you do everybody wants to know how do I get to be successful how do i how do i how do i get on the road everybody wants to know that everybody, always how do i get on the road i really want to get on the road and it's different for everybody but you have to be willing to eat shit a little bit and you have to be like, once i'm um i think it was oh what, uh, what's his name um you, we were just talking about him bass player um mm, uh, what band? black hair long black hair what's his name shit it doesn't matter mike inez no no not mike all right doesn't matter. Who cares? Gotcha. Random bass player. Okay. Um, 
marginally. I, I like I know who he is. You, yeah. you, may, you may not even know. I mean, it doesn't matter. So I asked him like, how do I how do I be successful? I was trying to be a bass player. How yeah. do I be successful? And he said he was like, you know, you just got to be the guy that people want to have around. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, huh, huh. That kind of makes sense. Just be well, the guy that everybody wants to have around. I always my whole thing was it's like. Like learning how to engineer, mix, produce, yeah, gotta play be, bass, program have, yeah. drums. I I only did it. I didn't do it because like I got to be the guy. I only did it because I was like I got tired of relying on people. Yeah. yeah. I was like if I could fucking program this shit, write it, mix it, then yes. I don't got to worry about it. You don't save anybody. You save saving money. And you're, I'm not even, I wasn't thinking control, about the money though. But you're in control. Yeah. You can you can count on yourself. Exactly. Because I was like, all right, I I don't have to worry about a singer because most of them are crazy. Yeah. Guitar players are out of their minds. Drummers are the worst. <laughs> Bass players always find to be the most sane in bands. But I was like I got to learn all this stuff and. And I learned a lot from everyone I've ever worked with, right. regardless of how talented they were. I've always took a piece yeah. of knowledge away from writing, engineering, mixing, producing, playing bass, playing guitar. Yeah. You know, and um, there's always room to learn. That's what I always think. Yeah. You know, I, even writing songs, I'm always looking for that missing chord. I'm right. still looking for that fucking chord. Yeah. I think you people forget that you can learn things from people that you, you hate that are that are assholes. Yeah, you learn how not to treat people. Yeah, oh yeah, learn that, from people that, that yeah. Too. yeah. You learn how not to treat people, yeah. which is yeah. pretty great. What if so you you had a you you just had a new album that came out, the Starstruck. Yeah, and you know what when I the, hit, the Starstruck record, I was like a lot of those songs were actually for Alice's new record. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I like I'm, when I'm home, I'm just writing stuff. Where I'm yeah. like, oh, this will be cool for Coop, and then Bob will be like, nah. I don't like it. And I'll be like, all right, no big deal. I got a song. But I'm always thinking, if they don't like it, I'll just put it on my record. Right. Well, and that's not wasted. No. It's not wasted effort. And, and and still, you know, it's not like, you know, you're still you're still writing. It's still the process yeah. of writing and recording and, and, and getting that getting your creativity out, I think is important. You have to. Yeah. Because when I when I work with Bob on stuff like that, it's like I have to do pretty much what Bob wants me to do. Sure. You know what I mean? Because he's hiring me to work, so I'll give him my opinion. Most of the times, you know, he, he listens, but sometimes he's like, no. And, and, and he is like, no. He's like, he's like, what the fuck are you playing? Stop. You know? And it's just like, but I know, see, that's the thing I love about Bob. See, I have so much respect for him yeah. because of all the stuff that he's done. And I know he's not coming from a bad place when he yells like that. No, he knows, you know? he knows, he knows what he wants. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's He's Bob Ezrin. And, you know, and he's, he wants he's, he's, stuff he fast. Yeah. It's got to be done fast. Right. He's got no patience. You know yeah. what I mean? So when I'm sitting in my room working on my record. You're at your own pace. Dude, I'm sitting there going, I love this. I don't got to talk to anybody. I could put whatever I want on it. I could say whatever yeah. I want. And I'm not looking for a record deal. I don't. I put right. it out myself. I pay for it myself. Yeah. I get Scotty make some CDs and records. And, yeah. and I did that. And you know what? I have so much fun doing that yeah. because it's like I make the records I want. There you go. And, and that's, that's, that's so you're, you're, you're doing it for you to get your creativity out there. Yeah. You know, and I do. Where I'm sitting in the studio, I'm like, this is great. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't, this is, you know, I'm sitting there. I'm laughing most of the times. You know, I got my son Finn singing on stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? Dude, and I do. I always put him on every record. I have him singing yeah, or playing. You have him do something. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, it's great. You know. That's great. Is yeah. he, what about him? Is he kind of musical? Is no, he music? Um, like when I have him hit a keyboard or something like that. Yeah. It's all out of tune, but I just yeah. No, but his, but he, does he does he does he, you feel like he has Loves like a knack a knack for music? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I've been, another thing I did with him since he's four months old, 
I'd sit him in front of the piano and I'd play him all the notes, the yep. 12 notes on the you keyboard. I go, keyboard, middle C. Yeah. Yep. And I go, Mr. Finn, hit middle C. Middle C, C, D, and he A, knows G, it, yeah. A, B, C. Yeah. And he knows all the notes and I have him sing them. And I've yeah. been doing that. That's and great. When I hear him sing to the radio. He sings in key. Dude, I'm sitting there and I look at Sandra. I go, because she always be like, baby, you know, why do you got to do that to him? I was like, what do you mean, why do I got to do it to him? I wish somebody would have did this to me. Right. I don't think I'd be here if somebody would have did that to me, you know? Right, right. You'd do something else. You would be somewhere else, maybe. Right. But uh, I would have cut my hair. I could have been a Joan Jet. Everything could have changed. <laughs> you would have grown your hair out again anyway. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You could have grown your yeah. That's great. Yeah, Archer is, uh, he's pretty musical. Is he? Yeah, he's really, uh, Noble's like, um, he's more, he's he's more like brute force. He's out there, yes. he, he's charismatic, he's, yeah. the chicks dig Noble, he's yeah. four, he's stupid cute. Yeah. He walks into the coffee shop and everyone's like, Noble, what's up, buddy? <laughs> he struts around, he's yeah. Mr. Cool Guy, he's the mayor of Nashville. Archer is like, he's totally like a, you know, he's an emotionally yeah. complicated six-year-old oh. you know and he but he's totally loves music he loves the Foo fighters um uh i got him tickets for the Foo fighters That's in awesome. nashville they're going to it's for his birthday he's That's great he's going for his seventh birthday seven to the years Foo fighters. old going yeah. to see the Foo fighters i didn't see my first concert till i was 13 oh yeah yeah he's been coming to our shows since yeah. he was like two since he's born he's yeah. been at our shows mr yeah. finn too not yeah, as yeah. many but he'll be there on when we get to zurich in november yeah. we're gonna have dinner at yeah. your house aren't we yes we will yeah man yeah, I like it. Yeah, it should be that was fun. good last time. That's cool. This is I a new house that. though, different one, different place. Uh, well, yeah, we've moved so many times, dude. Yeah, it's like I can't even pronounce half the places we've moved. To. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I can't even say. Dude. So yeah, you live in Switzerland. Yes, and you 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 met Sandra on the road. Yeah. You met her on the road. That's another story, dude. It's, you don't want to hear that. Yeah, why not? It's one of those. Things. It's a love story. People love love stories. Well. It was one of those things. I went, before I joined Alice Cooper, I'll never forget it. My mother came to me in a dream because mm -hmm. I, where I lived in Berry Hill, which is Bob's studio now, was my studio. I could swear the place was haunted. I really did yeah. because right next to the bed was this vent down uh, to the basement, ooh. and I swear to God, at night I'd hear stuff. And then I went on and Googled, and it said that that was the most dead bodies during the Civil War in Berry Hill, supposedly. Oh, where great! They fought. Great, good, you know? nice. And I'd cool. hear stuff. So I walked down in the bit, and this basement definitely had black mold and all kinds of crap all Oh, over. this is good for Halloween. Yeah. We're almost at Halloween, too. So, so I go down in the basement the first week I'm living there, uh -uh. and it's, I hear these noises. So I go down there at midnight. I was uh -uh. like, I got to go down there. Uh -uh. <laughs> Swear to God. So I go down there. I go, listen, guys, girls. I go, I know I just moved in here, and I'm new to the place. I was like, but we could all hang out together and do this together. You know what I mean? Just don't mess with me, please. I would appreciate if you guys just do your thing. I'll do my thing. No surprises. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm not going to try and clear the fucking building of evil spirits. But we could all hang out together. Right. I tell you, and everyone thinks. So <laughs> I swear to God, like you're talking, like right before I moved back to LA, it was like months where it was just like my mother just came to a dream. It was just like when I, because I was working down there with Bob. Yeah. And then Bob said one day, he's like, ah, I'm going to work with Alice Cooper again. I got to do these redos, but you do it. I don't got time. <laughs> I was like, okay. Thanks. So I started making these redo tracks. Yeah. This is like 2010. 2010, yeah. 10, yeah. And uh, so I start doing this stuff, and they start sounding amazing. And he came in the studio one day, and he's like, ah, I want to do it with you. 
I was like, all right, cool. So we start working on it together. Alice comes in. He hears the tracks. Yep. And that was it. Then start Welcome to My Nightmare. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then there's also some other stuff where Steve Hunter comes into play and all the other things. Yeah, Steve. But, um, yeah. So anyway, so to get back to my story, I had a dream one night. My mother was at the end of the bed. I think it, this is when I moved back to L.A. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I, was, I remember my mother going, Thomas, you might meet someone. Go on the road. I don't know if it was – and I remember going, did I just dream that or think that? Hmm. So I called up Alice. I was like, how much, how much time do I got to join the band? He goes, not much. Just let me know. So I thought about it. I was like, you know what? All right, I'll go join Alice Cooper because right. I might meet someone. I'm thinking I might meet someone in like, I don't know, like Duluth or fucking yeah, LA, somewhere on the road because I'm thinking, yeah. you know what? Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. So, you don't think you're going to meet somebody from Switzerland? No. And live in Switzerland? Yeah. You know, let alone, did I even think I'd ever work with Bob Ezrin, Lou Reed, all of these other no, people? No, of course, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. So as we go on the road, the first, what is it, three months into the tour? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Switzerland. I haven't seen my buddy in a while, Eric, and uh, I invite him to the show. And I remember getting to the gig, and I remember seeing this chick, yep. this tall chick with dark hair, and I was like... Wow! Wow, she's really good looking. Wow! And I'm thinking, ah, she wouldn't like me. So yeah, I don't she's think too she's too classy for you. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, she's too smart. So I know I go to the dress room. <laughs> too smart to spot for you. <laughs> I go to the dress room and Mamus walks in and he goes, "I think I found your future wife for you." True wow. story. No, true story. And I go, "Yeah, whatever, Toby." So he goes, "She's gonna help you out with your guest list. There's a problem with the list." And in comes that girl, and I was like. That's that chick. You're like, yes. No, I was thinking, this is weird. Yeah. And I was like, all right. So we walk for like five minutes and we just talk for a little bit. And uh, I just looked at her and I said, do you believe in love at first sight? And she looks down at me. She goes, no. <laughs> I love her, man. She's so, like, no. no. Shut you right down. No, She's she like, did. I know what you're thinking. Get out of here. No, but I, wasn't, I swear to God, I wasn't thinking. So yeah. we're walking. And I just said, hey, I haven't seen my friend in a long time. And I said, there's some crazy stuff going on here, like universe stuff and, you know, vibes and whatever. And uh, she's just looking like I'm crazy. And it was just weird. And I'm talking to, and I finally see my buddy Eric, who I haven't seen in like 20-something years. Right. And we start walking back. And I looked at it. I was like, listen, I'm not trying to pick you up or get laid. I was like, but here's my email address. I was like, if you ever come to L.A., I'd like to take you out. Or if we ever come back here, I'd like to take you out to lunch or coffee. And she just looked at me, gave me this look, and she took it, put it in a pocket. And I was like, ah, this chick ain't going to like me. Yeah. <laughs> and like a couple weeks later or a week later, I got an email. Hmm. And she said something to the, was like, I found you interesting and weird, so I give it a shot. Interesting and weird. Yeah. And hey. that was it. And then we just started talking. Nothing. Nothing happened, dude. For, you're talking months and months, yeah. like six months easily. Yeah. Where we just talk, you know what I mean? Every now and then, yeah. And gradually, we just built this thing up, and we started finally communicating. And then finally, when we got back to Switzerland, she picked yeah. me up at the hotel when I walked out with my black nail polish on. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember her looking at me going, oh, my God, what am I doing? <laughs> and we she's just, a banker, right? Yeah, yeah she's bank. She's into yeah. finance. And we just talked, and we had the best time. And uh and I just said, hey, you know, come to the show. She went to the show that night. And uh, and then it was it. I mean, yeah. there's so much more to it, but I don't want to no, really. No, of course. But that's how we built it up. It wasn't like I met her and 
you know, and that was it. Because, yeah. like, it took, like, it almost like a year. Yeah, and it's hard. Imagine trying to get to know somebody when you're on the road. I just just recently stopped seeing this uh, somebody that yeah. that the road kind of, it's, it's spoiled it, you know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. you know, maybe if we actually had some time to get to know it's each other. It's got to be tough, too, to understand. Yeah, it's hard, man. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Uh, but, you know, it's... Uh, it's amazing that um, that you guys were able to develop that into something that continued into a, into it, a marriage. Because if you would see it on paper, you'd be like, "Oh, this is never yeah, going to work." Forget it. Yeah, never going to work. I remember the first time Alice met her. Alice looks at me, and goes, "You're way out of your league." <laughs> <laughs> then the second time he met her, he goes, "I'll never forget this." We're on the bus. He goes. That's a keeper. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And then we went out to lunch with him and Cheryl when we were in Italy or, or one of those places when Sandra was on the road with us. And then the next time he looks at me, he goes, if you don't marry this girl, you're an idiot. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just one of those things, you know, where I really feel like it, we built it up over time. Yeah. And uh, it, it's like, I don't know, man. It's just I look back at it and I just go, wow, that's weird. Yeah. But it worked, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and, but uh, that's that's. And I never wanted to have kids. Yeah, I I never wanted to have kids. You know, when I first met her, we talked about that. She's like, "No, nah, I don't want to have kids either." And I was like, "All right, cool." Yeah. And next thing you know, next like two you know, years later, oh, got kids. Yeah, and and it, you know what? I got to tell you, it's the best thing that I've ever done. You know, besides yeah. my stepkid raising her. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of people don't know that, also. Yeah. Ashley, but uh, having Finn. It's just been, you know, I wish I was around more, but at the same time, when I'm home, you're, I'm, I'm yeah. home. You, yeah, that's, that, that's I'm not that, on my you, phone. It's the quality I'm of the doing, time that you're you spending know, Exactly. I'm, it's like, it's Finn time, it's daddy daycare, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm always trying to be the best dad, the best husband, mm -hmm. and, you know, and there's things, you know, of course, you, you, you're home, and you, there's things that are out of whack, and everyone has opinion, you know, and you really yeah, learn no, how to deal with it, you Yeah, know? you just have to, it's, it's a complex social thing yeah when you're trying to reintegrate after being on the road for so long and you really have to relearn is. how to be a guy or yeah. really relearn how to be a, you know part of the family yeah yeah it's yeah. a challenge i struggle with that that's like one of the hardest things i parenting is is definitely the the biggest challenge yeah for me and it's just you know i, I because i i think it hurts me to be away more than it hurts my kids my kids just that's just what i i do yeah they, they don't really it doesn't bug them yeah I mean, it kind of bums them out or whatever, but, um, but for me, it's harder for me because I know what I'm missing. And my, my dad was gone all the time. He was working. He was never around. At least not, your dad worked. Mine yeah, didn't. Right. Yeah. But you know, yeah, and exactly. But everybody has their stuff. Like my dad was not emotionally available, was just checked out. Same thing. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't care less emotionally, like, which just wasn't a thing. Isn't that weird though? Because I, when, when I, when I, when we and Sandra decide to have a baby, I said, "Listen, I was like the one thing that I want to make sure that Mr. Finn is, is knows is love. Yeah, it's not about stuff. I was like, I want him to see us, be affectionate, kiss, yeah. hug, mm -hmm. be a family. You know what I mean? And I want him to be loved." And be able to talk about his feelings and all these yeah. other things. And the one thing I got to tell you, which makes me so happy when we're home, and he'll be like, Daddy, Mommy, I love you guys so much. Uh. Let's hug and kiss. Uh. And this kid will pull <laughs> me and Sandra together and him, and he just loves it. And I look at her, and be, you know, because I see her parents, and they're not 
really affectionate. Like, yeah. you know how yeah, it was. Like, like, we didn't colder, get any yeah. of that shit. Yeah, my parents were very cold. We never got that, that stuff. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and that's what it took me a long time to really learn about myself how to do a lot of these things. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I was, my first marriage, I went through that and I learned a lot from it. You know what I sure. mean? Where I go, shit, I should have did that, I should have did that. And that's why I said, nah, I'm never going to get married again. But then when I did get married again, I said, these are all the things that I'm aware of, my personality, my, my yeah. de defaults and character defaults, sure. that I am not going to make that mistake again. Yeah, you know? 100%. And, I, and I'm going to be, I always make sure me and Sandra, we kiss every day. Yeah. All, like making Dude, out. you stop. Because I find if you that. Stop, if you stop that, kissing, yep. it's over. You can't kiss yeah. your wife or your girlfriend or exactly. whatever. Forget it. Yeah. That's like, the, to me, that's, that's the key yes. to opening up. Up your intimacy, like yes. in the bedroom. It's I mean, if you're not, me if you that, stop, yeah, yeah no, if you're, if you stop kissing, for, forget it. Exactly, because that's more. That's, I mean, that's more intimate. Yeah, you know, kiss, that kiss, the kiss to me is pretty much everything. Yeah. That first kiss, you, you're gonna tell everything 100%. about a woman. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, when I first kissed her, I gotta tell you, I was just like. Oh, oh boy, man! <laughs> oh. Here we go. And you know what, man? And I love making out with her. You oh know? yeah, that's yeah, great. And and I and I and I and it's like one of the things, like I always say, like we agree on. That's one of the most important things in a relationship. It's not about the other stuff. Yeah, the making love and all that. Yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's a given. Yes, but you know, but being affectionate. And emotionally yeah. there, emotionally and available, kissing, yeah. and 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 all of that stuff. That's the stuff that I fucking love. Yeah, and, and that's what makes that's what makes a, a, a successful relationship. You have to have that. If you don't have yeah. that kind of connection, it's never going to work. Yeah. You have to be. You have to have that emotional honesty and that and, and in order for for life to work. And especially when you're gone all the time. Um, I I do the same thing with with my kids and uh, and 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 their mom, Kayleen. Um, yeah. When we separated. We had a, uh, we had the same kind of talk. Like, yeah. I want, I want, I don't want the boys to know uh, the when my parents separated when I was young. They are now back together, but when they separated, um, there was not a lot of positivity. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people go through that whenever they separate or they break up with somebody, they're cut off. Yeah, and there's fights and all that stuff. I, I was, I, I we both agreed that we didn't want to have any of that drama leech into their childhood. Mm -hmm. I wanted I wanted them to see that that you can still have a successful partnership as a parent or a, as a, as be friends just because yeah. things don't work out in that sense. Um, so we tried to make the best of that and and set a good example for the kids in that sense, which is very respectable. You know what I mean yeah. to do. Yeah, commendable. Yeah, that's hard, but you know, it is hard. I mean, and you know what, the kids, the, you know, it's just like. They see all of that stuff. Oh, they're you know so what smart. I mean? They are. They're, so and they're a lot smarter than kids. we were when we were kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and that's the thing. It's all about the kids, man. It's about being a dad. Yeah. You know, even if you're not there, at least you're supporting them and you're there emotionally for them and you're there when they need you yeah. and stuff like that. That to me is very important. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Because I didn't have none of that. Yeah. You know, we used to get beat up on a daily basis. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was the same. 
And, uh, you know, and I, and I never, ever took my childhood and like you get people, oh, I had a fucked up child, you know, everyone's yeah. pretty much had a, has yeah. a story. Everybody. But it's, to me, it's how you turn that story around and, and not make those same mistakes that your parents did to you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the most important thing for me Why I'd look at my situation and be like, I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that to my son. I yeah. got to make sure that we don't like with history repeating itself. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, 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 my, one of the hardest things I struggle with is my, my dad's travel. He was traveling internationally. Yeah. He was gone physically. Yeah. Um, but So that's a trigger. It's a trigger for yeah. me. So he, he was not emotionally available whenever he was around and wasn't present. Yeah. Um, so that's the difference, is yeah. that whenever I'm home, the, I have quality time with boys and I, I actually am engaged. Um, I mean, he was, but not, it's, it, you know. Yeah. Not not to the level that I needed, I guess. Um, but um, but yeah, he, because he was gone all the time, I have a I harbor a lot of guilt whenever I whenever yes. I have to leave. It, it, it triggers, it comes yeah. out. I'm emotional. It's 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 tough, you yeah. know, to not to not feel like I'm repeating that behavior that he that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Doctor Drew will be right yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I you like know, it. and it's the other things. It's like I get a lot of like on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, I get like a lot of messages from a lot of kids, and and the thing is, I always want to help people. You know what I mean? Even yeah. just because I just because when I was like growing up and meeting like a rock star, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like you're always like, man, I wonder what was going on backstage. That's yeah. why I make all these videos because I want kids and people to see yeah no it's cool man what goes on you know what i mean yeah. i don't show all the stuff right but i show like just the it's backstage a, stuff and footage and and that, the, you know that 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 stuff is what got me interested in in music yeah really like i i i was listening to music as a fan and then i watched these concert videos and there'd be backstage footage yeah. there'd be like the time lapse of all the roadies coming out and setting up the stuff yeah um, I used to I used to be fascinated. It was a guy, Bob Gruen, his photographer, yeah. Bob Gruen. There's no, exactly a question somebody said. asked me, who's my biggest influence? Who asked me that question yeah. really quick? And I'll, uh, I'll, and I'll basically answer that. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Uh, Brooke Godfrey from yeah. Instagram asked Brooke, me who- what's up? Yeah, what's up? They asked me who my biggest, <laughs> biggest influence professionally. For me, it, yeah. uh, as a photographer, it was Bob Gruen because he captured these candid moments basically that, um, you know, that- you you don't normally see and people are different whenever they're being photographed and they know they're being photographed than they are if they if you you catch a candid moment people all of a sudden are like they'll have a conversation yeah. if they're having a conversation and you say hey let's take a picture they have to stop the moment yep. to turn and take a picture and so they stop being natural and that's why candid photography is so captivating i think for me yeah um oh but that's what these that's what the behind the scenes videos to me are are yeah, and and it gets people interested in the lifestyle, which is fascinating. Most people don't get to live this. Yeah, so I think that's that's. And cool. I only started doing it by accident. Well, I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I'll film some videos, and everyone was like, oh, we really like them. And I was like, doing it more. I know some of the band members get annoyed about it, but yes. it's just everybody like, has their own thing. But to me, you it's have to like, participate, dude. Ten years from now, we're gonna look back at this and be it's like, "Remember show seventy nine in freaking yeah. Sydney, Australia in two thousand seventeen? Yeah, we're gonna be looking at that and laughing." Yeah, I mean, you know, I just I wonder if there's a way to save that 
off of Instagram somehow where you can take the data and take it down so that know. you can have it. Because a lot of those videos, they, they get on, they're on the phone and then they get disappeared. Um, but uh, do you, you basically, you, you upload them as, as yeah, a right video. Yeah, right to Instagram. Right but to I, Instagram. I think, no, you don't, do you do the story thing at all? No. I just started doing the story yeah, thing. I, I, you know what the thing is? It's like, it's too much for me. I mean. It, what, what I don't like about the story yeah. is anytime I post a story, yeah. it people immediately, they can comment, but the comment is a reply right. in your direct messages. Yeah. And it opens up the, the window of... I mean, it open uh, to me. It opens up the window of weirdness. Yeah, because like then, then people start responding, and there's there are people out there. People are lonely. Yep. I get weird messages, and I have to sort of you have to sort of talk somebody off the ledge of like, no, don't, yeah. s- please don't send me those pictures. You're not a bad person for doing that, but don't do that because you know you don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's uh, not what this is for. I'm not doing this for that. I'm you know. Uh, it, I, but that, that's the one thing about the stories that, that kind of creeps me out. It sort of invites people into your inbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I mean, I get like so many messages and I try pretty much to answer every one of them. Yeah. As best I do as the I same can. thing. I at least, I at least yeah. will somehow acknowledge it if I can. Um, I can't imagine being a woman on Insta, like Nita. Yeah. It's, Her Instagram. I yeah. mean, you know, you just got, there's so many creepy people I out know, there. Dude, there's so it's many. terrible. Men that are just pieces of shit yep. in the world, You're and they f- feel like right. they get our owed attention, or that they can, you know, like we've got fucking Cheeto, you know, yeah. grab him by the pussy, yeah, grab him by the pussy, and somehow that's okay. But I tell you though, it's like on in, in the Instagram thing, it's like, and I've met like a lot of really sweet people, and um, you know, and when they just post stuff, and you know, it's just. It makes me feel good, you know, yeah. it, like because you got people out there that take time out of their own day, yeah, and they want to post a picture of you. I'm like, that's pretty cool, you know. It really is, you know. That's why when I Tommy take over Tuesday, you, right? You, you know what? It's like I, I'm like, oh wow, it's Tuesday. Thought about that. I it's know, Tuesday. It is, and uh, <laughs> is this live or is this recorded? Mm-mm. It's recorded. Recorded, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's recorded. So you know, so anyway, I mean, like Rachel started that whole thing, and. Um, you know, you get to meet all of these people. Like sure. just And I just, you know, I love meeting people, dude. I really yeah. do. Like in Australia, you know, we pull up here and this guy's like, hey, man, I bought all of your old stage clothes from Steve Hunter. Yeah. You know, because I gave Steve a yeah. bunch of stuff to, to help yeah, him move yep. and do all of these things so he can get enough money. And uh, the guy bring it up, brought it up to me last night and I was like, wow. That's really cool that you bought this, you know, and I signed yeah. it for him and everything. And, because uh, that, you know, it's cool for, for, he's helping Steve out. Absolutely. Steve's this legend, legendary yeah. guy. He's going blind. He's, he's basically yeah. blind. He has a new album out. Yeah. Which is awesome. Before, Amazing. before yes. the darkness or, uh, I forgot the name of it. I Damn think it. it's, it's, the album cover is cool. It's like a, a, a blind, a stick, whatever the whatever whatever it's called, really? like wherever you wherever you use yeah, the yeah, stick yeah. that you use to to find your way around. Um, Steve's basically he's going blind yeah. if he or he's um, he's almost there. Yeah. Um. So this is basically whoop. There's a motorcycle. Yeah. Um. So this is basically this is a, a, a man getting his stuff out before yeah. he goes blind. You know. Yeah. I just can't imagine that, man. Yeah, and Karen does like so many amazing things for him, and Karen's an f- amazing singer also. I, I know she's amazing, but uh, 
Yeah, there's so many. I miss you know, them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you, you know, there's so many the things sack. that you go through. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the sack. <laughs> it's the sack. <laughs> Tommy, he's all balls. He's all balls. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I love we that. learn a little bit too much about each other, you know. Well, we dude, learn. when you're on the road, you, you know. Mm. Yeah. It's, you become family. It becomes like your family. Everybody. Yeah. And you know Glenn, you yep. know, because he's always late for everything, yep. pretty much. Yep. And you We're can, always waiting for Glenn. Always waiting for Glenn. We always are. Do you realize that? That's the name of my. That's the name of my book. It's well, gonna be waiting for Glenn. Yes, we, <laughs> that's a good Kyler, one. Kyler Clark, waiting for Glenn. You know, and I've known Glenn for <laughs> over thirty years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, that's right. You guys have. You guys have known each yeah, other a we long were, time. We've been in bands together and stuff like that. So, and that's you know the whole thing with the Alice Cooper thing came together. They said, "Do you know any drummers?" And I was like, "Glenn, I know a guy who could learn this set in like an hour, and he'd be the only guy to be able to play it." Yeah. And it's Glenn. Yeah, he's an amazing. Glenn is an amazing musician. Like he's the best at his craft than anyone in this band. Yeah, no, hands he's down. definitely the hands down the best he musician. Is. He is in the band. He is. He's very smart too. Yeah, he needs to get off his phone. But whether he's, or not, he, he's a very intelligent guy. Also, he's Glenn. into he, the people don't know this yeah. about Glenn. He's really into like what's politics. going on in politics yeah. and the news. He's follows the news. I don't post news. anything about politics, <laughs> but that's all he does <laughs> is talk about <laughs> politics. <laughs> but he's into that. He's in tune with it. I don't he believe knows that. It's right. much bullshit. Yeah, he's a conspiracy theorist. No, no, he's a debunker. <clears throat> I, the debunker, he, he right? Debunks yeah, yeah. everything. Nah, why would they do that? Nah, wrong. nah, nah. You guys are getting nah. all the wrong information. <laughs> Watch <laughs> Bill Maher. He'll tell you everything. MS Glenn BC. <laughs> Strauss came up with that one. That's good. It's Thanks, Lita. MS Glenn BC. Yeah, he's walk. He, like Glenn walks around with an earpiece with the news going on. I'm like, going, dude, what? Nothing's is that what's going on in that little earpiece? Yes. I thought he was listening to his drum solo. Well, he's night doing before. that too. When he's <laughs> <laughs> I love Glenn so much. He's so good. Oh, Glenn. Yeah, I'm on yeah. a bus with him. I yeah. know. Anyway, Glenn, yeah. we love you, pal. Yeah, man. Uh, well, is there anything? What, what, I, we're basically at an hour and five minutes, which is kind of. We know, can talk all day and I'll, night. I'll sit here and Next talk. Next time, if you ever want me to come back, and if this pod show, <laughs> podcast, iPodcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. We should actually have a couple other guests. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, you know, get Ryan's always good because he's funny as crap. Ryan, he's a good shit stirrer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And need a, I'm telling you, there's so many different characters in this oh, organization. Dude, I'm, 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 you should be doing everyone from the uh, crew. I'm going to get in there. You know what I mean? And break it down where it's like, today's guest we have, you yeah. know, is Glenn. Right. Glenn. Talk hey, Glenn. about politics. Hey, Glenn. I don't talk about politics. Well, let's talk about it. Come on. Let me talk about he it. He would not talk about it. I'll get him to talk about it. That'd be fun. Liquor him up a little bit. Yep. He'll talk about it. And, and you know, because everyone's just grown up in such, and just different paths. Well, no, everybody, like everybody's life story is interesting. It everybody's is. life story could be a movie. It could be. It really could be. Nobody's boring. So if you're out there like wondering, you know, I mean, right. I have a life that's cool. No, your life is interesting and it is. Make it interesting. Else, send questions in. You want to know anything? I'll tell you, dude. Because like I always say, I'll tell. even though people don't want to hear it, I'll tell you the truth. I got nothing yeah. to hide. You want to know anything? Ask me. I'll tell you. Unconditional honesty. That's my policy. You know? That's yeah, why man. I look at it like that. I'd rather have the truth. And even though I always say the truth always hurts because no one wants to hear the truth. Yeah. People just want to hear bullshit and lies. Just tell me what the fuck's up. Yeah. Sorry for cursing. But that's... Yeah. Uh, I'm. 
getting better at it. Well, the, the FCC anyway. will fine me about 50 bucks for every F-bomb. So <laughs> well, <laughs> this episode, no. <laughs> so just podcast, it's free. You know, it's like pirate okay, radio. Right, pirate go, radio. I like that. Yeah, it goes back. We can the play only, songs, too. The, no, the only thing I can't the only thing I can't do is play. I can play your songs. Okay. But the only thing I can't do is because you're here to tell me I can do that. Yes. Or if I get specific permission gotcha. to do it. Um, but there's there's all kinds of like red tape, so I don't play music on my okay, podcast. Gotcha, it's all just me gotcha. me yammering, unless I like yeah. unless I own the copyright to it, or yeah. I can play a buddy's song or that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but um, but in general, I just like to be like a me yammering on about nothing. Yeah. You guys can ask me anything you want. Me Politics, too. anything, chicks, yeah. problems. Yeah. You Let's got do. A problem? We'll, we'll help you out. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll sort you out. We'll over sort here you out as the best we can. Uh, <laughs> right, Kyla? Absolutely. Ask Kyla or Tommy, and we'll give you some kind of doctors. Yeah. Uh, well, as and Ryan T. says, yeah. my experiments. The he experiments. Doctor <laughs> Frankenstein. That's what he calls me, Doctor Moreau. <laughs> He's like, is this another one of your experiments? <laughs> Which I find funny. It is you funny. Know? It is funny. Oh man! All right, funny all right. Band. Well, uh, thanks for listening and yeah. thanks for having me as one of your guests. Yeah, no, thank you, Tommy, for coming on here and, and yeah. chatting. This was really funny. Yeah. Uh, all right, so thanks for listening to my podcast. That was Tommy Hendrickson. Bye, kids. Bye, bye. Audio confessions of a serial Kyler. You can subscribe here uh, for free via the RSS feed on serialkyler.com. And you can also find it for free on iTunes. Uh, like Tommy said, you know, submit a question for an upcoming podcast. Uh, you can do so uh, on Instagram, on serialkyler.com or um, on Facebook. You can look me up there. Um, music for my podcast. Uh, well, should we play a song? Um, what song you want to play? I would like to play Those Kids Are All Right. Those Kids Are All Right. Yes, what about What about this song? What's the song? Kind of what's the vibe? Uh, it's, uh, I, you know, it's one of those songs about like how people look at someone certain way and they go oh that, that kid's a loser you know what i mean yeah. and that kid's this and that and that kid's that and it's really not about the song's actually about you know what you see what was the one line i came up with it was like what you see ain't what you get right and uh it's about even though you think these kids are dirt bombs and you know and they're just jerks they're not at the end of the day they are really good kids because those kids are all right right you know what i mean that's what i wrote it about kind of like, like almost like myself yeah you know, your road rat. Even Punk City. You Punk know, City. When I play Punk City, it's just like that's my life right there. Yeah. Anyway. All right, kids are all right. Here we go. Shot down today. You gotta get back up and fight. And you.
That was Tommy Hendrickson's Kids Are All Right from his new album, Starstruck. Thanks, Tommy, for being on with me. I really appreciate it, man. Bye, kids. That's funny. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening to my podcast, Audio Confessions of a Serial Kyler. You can subscribe to my podcast for free via the RSS feed on SerialKyler.com, and you can also find it for free on iTunes. If you'd like to submit a question for an upcoming podcast, please do. You can do so at SerialKyler.com, on Instagram and Twitter at SerialKyler, or you can find me on Facebook by looking up Serial Kyler Photography. Music for my podcast, besides Tommy Hendrickson's Starstruck album, uh, is from the song Superstar by my old band Callahan. I want to thank my old bandmates Tom and Brandon for letting me use this track for these podcasts. You can find more Callahan tracks, including Superstar, on iTunes. And finally, thanks to the artist Nate Merritt for giving me permission to use this hilarious drawing of me carrying a sleeping Alice Cooper as the cover for my podcast. <laughs>